What's up? Welcome to Skate Date. We're still a podcast and we're still here. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that you missed us these last two weeks, but we needed some mental health time. So we took it. Actually, it was like physical too. There yeah. was like, because you had like a weird like food poisoning. I was definitely poisoned. I don't know what happened, but I was 100% poisoned. You poisoned yourself. You made bad choices. I think that Chef might have poisoned me. Or eating food that was made on a Saturday and then stayed outside all Saturday and outside Saturday night and then some of Sunday morning and then you kept eating it throughout Sunday. Maybe that's what made you sick. I mean, I just feel like that's still (laughs) only like 24 hours. I feel like the food should have been fine. But Um. that's why I got sick and why I deserve to die. So, um, yeah, so I got sick and it sucked so bad. And I had just gotten the booster shot. So I was sick before that, too. Yeah. Tough luck, kid. uh, Yeah, it was tough luck. It was like five straight days of me being like so sick. Well, yeah. Well, welcome to skate date. Yeah. And then, yeah. So skate date is... That's what we're doing. We're doing skate date. I'm <laughs> I'm rebel. I'm shove. And together we're shovel. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? So we usually complain about, you know, how hot it is in the garage, but now it is cold. So I lit us candles to hold our little hands over. We have uh, candles to give us warmth. Not going to lie, I definitely did this while I was teaching the other day. Like, I lit a candle, and I was holding it, and I was just, like, teaching with my hands over my candle. And I was like, this is a new level of why. What I mean, are you doing? the season. <laughs> I mean, there's a half-eaten Halloween cookie here. I have a spooky cup There's some from hol- our party. There's some holograph skulls. <laughs> so, yeah, there's just, like, you know, we're trash, but whatever. Um, But yeah, so ever since I was a kid, my dad, I remember my dad even telling me like, what's wrong with your hands? Like he would hold my hand and he'd be like, you have like a hand of a dead person. Their fingers are so cold. Like they always had to put me in gloves, but I hate wearing gloves. Like I want to be able to feel everything. It's like a weird sensory thing. So it really bothers me. And then my hands would be just extra cold. And then, you know, that feeling like when you're cold and you go into like a warm room and it like burns. Mm -hmm. I just remember always feeling that. So now it's like, I don't want my hands to be cold because I'm like terrified of that feeling. You know what's so funny? I forgot that your hands get hella cold because I mostly noticed that when we're like out and about and we haven't been out and about in so long. Yeah. Especially in cold temperature. Like your hands are literally like skeleton hands. Yeah, it's my crazy. nose and my hands. It's because I have poor circulation. I think my whole life then because even as a kid, like it was just bad circulation. Yeah. When she wakes up in the morning too, she like <laughs> can't like use her hands for a while. Yeah, I'm sturdy. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, 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 if I She's ask all her, sad. She's if, like, she can't use her hands for a while. No, if you like, if she like opens up something, she can't do it yeah. for a while. Or like, if I hand her something, she'll just drop it. Yeah, like if someone, if I just wake up and someone's like, hey, can you open this? And it's something super simple. I'm not going to be able to. I'm like, oh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I need a while. I thought it was like, like that she was just like, playing weak at first and I was like you don't have to do that around me I like I don't care and then I was like oh no it's like a thing for real yeah exposed I'm exposed you know what else is exposed my giant ass forehead oh my god I feel like the light is just like bing. It, I mean I feel like it's not like like I don't give feel myself like, hand bangs and just cover oh it. my gosh like looking around like what can I oh my god look I'm Luna, the cat from Sailor Moon, if I put this on my head. Oh, cute. Wait, I gotta look it. Look it and stick it. <gasps> it works. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are Luna, the cat from now you, Sailor Moon. Now you'll never know I have a giant forehead. Yeah, Okay, for sure. so what's... You could have started a fire. Oh, yeah. Where'd it go? I wanted it there. Why'd you do that? Here's another one. You're so mean. I just wanted to see how, how good it was stuck there. Rebel was a bully growing up. I was actually not a bully. I know, she's actually up. a mean girl. All right. So, what are we talking about this skate date? Okay. So, today we're going to talk about Halloween and we're going to catch you up on everything that's happened the last couple of weeks. And we're going to talk about Halloween party and how we feel about Halloween and all those things. Cause we didn't really have a Halloween episode. So, we're making this the Halloween episode. No, we're not. I also would be in costume and be spooky. How dare you devalue our last 
Halloween episode. Okay, so next it's year like, we'll do better. It's a reflections on Halloween episode. Yeah, and also we're going to talk about the blading cup because we went to that and. Oh Keep going. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the blading cup. And then, yeah, we're just going to do a little deer shovel action. And we're just going to chat it out. Chatty Kathy. Yeah. So um, how have you been since we last did skate date, Chef? Pretty good. I'm really tired and drained right now from blading cup. But it was pretty fun. Chill vibes, which was awesome. Um, What else has been going on? Just work. Yeah. Lots of work. Lots of work. And then Queer Promise coming up. So we've been prepping for that, which actually leads us into our ad. Would you say an Addy Daddy? An Addy Daddy Dad. (laughs) All right. A Zaddy Dad. Let's have it. All right. Do you have your ticket yet to the Queer Prom? Queer Prom? What's that? Well, it's a prom on roller skates made for queer people and queer allies. Whoa, that sounds awesome. So if I'm straight, can I go? Yeah, definitely. What if I don't want to skate the whole time? That's okay, too. The middle of the rink will be for dancing with or without skates. And there's going to be all sorts of other fun stuff you can do. Awesome. What should I wear? Well, the theme is glam rock couture. So fancy and extra AF. Think sequins, tool, leather, studs, whatever makes you feel the best. Amazing. When is it? Where is it? And where can I get tickets? Well, it's November 13th, which is this Saturday from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Pigeons Roller Rink in Long Beach City. And you can get your tickets at cheerstothequeers.com. I can't wait. Me too. See you there. Okay. But I know that was like a really short version of talking about the queer prom. But since we have like not as much stuff to talk about today, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the queer prom. So I have had quite a few people ask me questions about the prom asking like, you know, like, oh, why are the tickets so expensive? Or, oh, what is going on at the prom? Like, it's I don't understand what happens there. And. Um, I'd like to give you a little background. So first off, what happens at the queer prom? So imagine like, you know, prom, like when you were in high school. What happens at queer prom stays in prom. (laughs) (laughs) What happens in queer prom stays in queer prom. Yeah, that. But also um, (laughs) it's going to be like, you know, when you think of like fancy events where there's like dancing and mingling and there's like little competition. So like. At our queer prom, there's going to be roller skating, yes, but it's not just like at a skating rink open for a rink night. It's like I'm, we're going to decorate the rink. We're going to have like centerpieces and like goodie bags and like prom royalty that you're going to be able to go for and vote on. Um, everyone who gets a ticket will be entered into a raffle to win a free pair of Moxie Lolly roller skates of their color and free choosing. skates. Yeah. Free I better, skates. I'm going to enter that. You better, even though you're not going to be able to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to rig it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, and there's going to be a photo booth, and there's going to be a professional prom photographer. So when you come in, you can, like, take your prom pictures with your date. There's going to be corsages and boutonnieres. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Your eyes are, like, crazy right now, and you look so happy. You're, like, smiling from ear to ear, and you're just, like, cracked out on prom right now. And I think it's adorable. I'm so excited and I uh it hurts my heart to have people be like why would you do why would you charge as much or what's going to it sounds lame or like whatever and I'm like no like you just don't know enough information but um we're donating the proceeds the whole thing is a fundraiser which is the reason why it's $50 for a ticket um it's a fundraiser to raise money for LGBTQIA plus 
community organizations in Long Beach. So the center specifically is where I'll be donating the money, the profits to, and um, all the money that are raised from the tickets are going to run the event and then to the center. So I'm not taking any money out of it. Uh, The only money that's coming out of it is things to run the prom. And also, if you're a person who is queer and you really want to go, or even a person who's not queer, but just like really, really, really wants to go and you can't afford it, there are people who are sponsoring tickets and there are also some tickets that I can comp and like get you in. So please message me if you want to go and you don't have the means to go because I want everyone who wants to go to the queer prom to be able to go to the queer prom. So yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Also, I finally got my outfit. Thank goddess. Looks amazing. I thought I wasn't going to have an outfit. <laughs> I just need, I need some sort of accessories to go with it. Mm. I just don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what kind of accessories to wear. But Me either. I have a dress that I'm not in love with, but I don't I'm like whatever. I'm over it and I have no idea what I'm wearing with it yet. And I guess I should have figured that out, but I'll just wing it and figure it out. <laughs> I mean, we have enough clothes that we could definitely make it happen. So I'm not too like overly concerned about it. Well, but. glam couture, glam rock is just all about the accessories and the hair, to be honest. Like the outfit, like as long as you have a staple piece, mm-hmm. you either have something like that simple piece and then it's the makeup and hair and accessories that bring it. Or you have to have like an extreme outfit and then like maybe just the makeup and the rest. Like but you can't just be like, like I can't just like throw on a wig we already own and like some glitter on my face and wear that dress because then i'm gonna feel like i should have been extra like this is the time to go dress crazy like wear whatever you want like be out loud and proud yeah i um have an idea i forgot to tell you that i have an idea for how i want to do my hair and it involves potentially asking you to put extensions in oh no (laughs) i mean you're gonna have to re-dye your hair too fine with me um, so yeah, so I have an idea and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I'm terrified. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, so that's queer prom. If you have any questions about it, feel free to put it in the chat. I know that it's been hard cause a lot of people want to go, but what I realized from this whole, like this whole time advertising the queer prom, cause I've been advertising it for a while now is that a lot of our audience is not in Southern California. <laughs> yeah, so not even California at all. Yeah, like, like not even the United States at all. Like I was like, bummer, there's so many people that are like, I really want to go, but they're like scattered to the winds. Yeah. And so uh, definitely so is that has been a sad, reali- a cool, it's like half, like, whoa, that's a super, super awesome that it's so international, but also like, Oh, how are we ever going to get everyone together? Like, bah. This is why we just need teleportation to be a thing already. Yeah. Come on, Elon Musk. Get it together. Yeah, Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, get a lot of other things together, too. But you and Jeff too. Bezos money. Combine it. Make yeah. it happen. And also solve <laughs> all the world's problems. Thank yes. you. Um, okay. So do you want to talk about should we go to the real world? Yes, please. We've been talking too much. Sorry. <laughs> Rebel, a little psychopath trying to set things on fire over here. No. Pyromaniac. Okay, so the real world. <clears throat> okay, this is going to be really weird because you're like, it's already like almost mid-November at this point. <laughs> How are you talking about Halloween? But uh, we've been gone for two weeks. We've been gone for two weeks, and it's our favorite holiday. So we have. Oh, to talk it's your favorite holiday now. Hour together. Hmm. You and me, like you, like you don't get to have. You, like I will never get to have our favorite holiday be Christmas because your favorite holiday will never be Christmas. But I think together, our favorite holiday can be Halloween because you also don't like valentine's day so that can't be our favorite holiday (laughs) so what's going to be our favorite holiday has to be halloween festive festivus for the rest of us festivus for the rest of us yeah festivus will be our holiday (gasps) (laughs) yeah anyways halloween was finally like cool it was good it was a good halloween because you know 2020 there was no halloween 2020 
we all blacked out. We didn't black out, but we black it out now. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like 2020 had a very good Halloween at all. And then 2019, what did we even do in 2019? Bar crawl. Uh, what were we dressed up as? Uh, we were dressed up as. I sprained my ankle. I remember dancing at Hamburger Mary's. Yeah, I sprained my ankle. Yeah, but what? Oh, oh, I was Mad Max and you were a crazy circus clown. Yeah. No, a post-apocalyptic circus clown. I don't know, circus clown, but I was definitely a post-apocalyptic clown. Oh, that's what you were. (laughs) That's that's it. Yeah. So 2018, we were Tank Girl and Jet Girl. And that one was a Halloween for the books. For sure. And then was that the year that we were also Kermit and Miss Piggy? Or was that the next year? No, we were Kermit and Miss Piggy last year. Oh, okay. I mean, 20, uh, 2019. Yeah. yeah, when you've been together for so long. Well, we always say last year because like we like to skip. Tw- I feel like a lot of people I talk to are like, yeah, 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 last year. And it's like we all agree it's not 2020. We're talking about 2019 because last year, obviously nothing happened. Yeah, we literally got <laughs> we spent more time putting our costume together than we did in our costumes we literally spent like all day putting on our ursula and ariel costume to skate downtown in long beach for like an hour yeah my costume like <laughs> took hours to make like those and it was tentacles. amazing it was she, amazing. like so pool pool floaties pool into her tentacles yeah, I had to like sew fabric and then I had to paint it to look like octopus leaves. It was wild. <laughs> oh my God, it was such a freaking ordeal just to be like, let's go skate for 30 <laughs> minutes to an hour. And like, not even like, we weren't even skating at an event or to an event or around people or with people even. It was literally <laughs> just us like skating down Pine Street. <laughs> and then running from people that are like, can we take a picture with you? And we're like, no, COVID. <laughs> Y'all and, that have been listening already know this story. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but, um, but yeah. So this year I was like, "Yo, everyone we know is vaccinated. Let's have a Halloween party. Let's have a party." She said, and it wasn't like a rager, Let's but it was awesome. And the week before our party, there was Estro's party. Yeah, so we went to two Halloween parties back to back. Yeah, and then we went to Alex's bar on Halloween. Yeah, that was awesome. It was. Got to dance. It was so fun. I dressed like a so okay. So at Estro's Halloween party, it was cool because we got to skate a lot. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I had my skates on for hours. It was like ten hours of skating. It was so dope, and I felt like at that party, I felt like I shredded for the first time, like in forever. Like I finally, I remember leaving and being like, "Oh my god, I fucking shredded." <laughs> Hell yeah. And like, I never feel like that. Like, even when I do shred, like, I just feel like, meh. you know, when I watch my clips or even like after I get off the ramp, I'm like, eh. but this time I was like, hell yeah, because I was like practicing sliding. And then I was like getting just like getting back into the groove of like ramp skating a little bit. And it was just really good. Like, I had such a good time skating. And I actually have like a line I like to do now. When I'm there, like, I know, like, okay, where to start and then get some speed just so I can, like, really do some stuff. And I felt, like, confident for the first time there. Like, oh, I know how this ramp works and everything because, you know, it's freaking the estrogen and it's, like, gnarly. And and then, like, I was, like, getting higher than I ever have on a lot of things. Like, even in the front, like, the more, like, street side of the house. But I don't know, like, at one point. My realization, though, like I know we're mixing real world with real world right now, but Lolly came up to me with like this like younger girl and she's a figure skater and she's learning how to skate. And I guess she hasn't really done like skates, um, skate parks yet. So we went on the vert ramp because the mini was like taken up by all these incredible skaters. We didn't want to like get in their way. So I was like, this isn't the best. Or maybe it is better to teach. No, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's better to teach someone how to pump on a regular size ramp or on a vert where there's more flat bottom? Uh, I definitely think it is harder to pump on a vert ramp. Right. Because you like don't get you don't maintain the speed that you get. That's a good thing because they can't really go too fast. 
And I think that when you transfer from the vert to like the mini, then you're like all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I can get so much higher. True. Like, I think there's like confidence pros and cons. Yeah. So like I'm, she was a really fast learner and we're like going back and forth and like getting it, getting it. I'm teaching her like to be getting some a toe stop stall even. Um, at one point she says, what do I do with my arms? And like, I like hesitated for a minute because I don't think one, no one's ever asked me that question. And two, I just never thought about it. <laughs> like, I think I about like, how badly I don't know what to do with my arms all the time. I just like go and then I'm focusing on like, all right, what's the next trick? Or like, what do I do from here? Like, you know, I mean, like everything like that. And like, don't fall. But not like, what do you do with your arms? So then like, I was like, I don't know. And I like just like held up like running arms. And I thought about like how I think like I see Michelle like that a lot when they skate. And then I was like, I don't know, just like this. And then like that, like whatever you feel like helps you balance. So anyways, like after that, like the next day I was looking at my skate reel, like like to make a reel or whatever. And I was all I could do was stare at my arms and I became fixated on like every video where I like, what do I do with my arms when I skate? I look like a crazy so I'm just like, they're everywhere. That's how I feel all the time with my arms. And like it makes sense that a figure skater would ask that. Mm. like of course like because figure skating is like very specific like everything is specific true i don't know but now i'm like maybe because my arms are so crazy that maybe if i kept them more like stable and utilize them more i would feel more secure oh yeah maybe i don't know i feel like my arms just kind of go with wherever my body's at i'm gonna start staring at people's arms when they skate now yeah i should probably do that too to be honest but yeah, so we dressed up like Roxy. I never figured this out. Is it Riker or Richter? Or Richter? I don't know. You're Roxy. I don't know. So <laughs> I, I dressed up like Roxy and Shove dressed up like Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim versus the world. And it was so fun. I wish you were my evil ex, but you're still my evil girlfriend. And will always be. <laughs> Do you admit you'll never be my wife? No, <laughs> I will never be your ex. If you're if you're someone's wife, are you technically their ex girlfriend? Because technically, no, ex wife. Technically, no, no, no. When you're oh, no, no, no. Like when I you become saying. someone's girl, uh, like wife, aren't you technically their ex girlfriend? No, like you, you just were, leveled up. You were their girlfriend. No, you but leveled now up. You're their wife. You leveled up. It's not like you got broken up with. You leveled up. You got promoted. Yeah, but like if I got promoted from being like a barista to a shift manager, you wouldn't be an ex barista. You would be an ex barista. I'm an ex barista, and now I'm a shift supervisor. I hate you. <laughs> so yeah, our Halloween party was pretty dope, though. Like we made the whole backyard. Like we got so many decorations. So many. Super so awesome. When she says so many. So many, and so many decorations. Like borrowed from my dad. Borrowed from Michelle. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like leaving Michelle's party. I was like, can I actually take this for ours? <laughs> like, we got the troops together to form an epic, like, epic. backyard. And I made the bathroom like a mini haunted house. The bathroom was incredible. I had this light that like makes like red waves everywhere on the wall, and then the rest was just black light. And then there's like spider webs, and then we had like a, a broken like fake leg and a moonlight skate by the toilet and then there was like baby arms and legs in the like so when you're you're sitting on the toilet you're just looking but the best thing is that the light was playing like spooky evil sound effects like creepy ones creepy like there was this like this whisper that was like come with me are you scared and another one was like sick sick you're sick you're sick you're sick you're sick yeah it was like wait say it again say it again you're sick. You're sick. You're sick. You're sick. You're sick. Yeah, it, it was, was. It was like so creepy. And then so people started getting drunk, and they'd go in there, and they're like, "Oh, I get." <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a legit like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna make you want to pee your pants, but you won't pee your pants because you're already in the bathroom." Yeah, last one of my schools. Yeah, and sad. It lasted pretty long. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was really awesome. So everyone consistently was like, oh my gosh, Shove, that bathroom looks so good. And yeah, people were like, people just were hanging out, doing a little skating. It was good times. Yeah, it was so much fun. 
And for that one, I dressed up like Cruella DeVille, which has been one of on my list for like all time, really wanting to dress up like Cruella DeVille. And then I saw Cruella the movie this year, and I'm sure I talked about it when we saw it because I like was obsessed. And I was like, oh my God, I have to be this Cruella. So <laughs> I got the leather like um, matte and gloss checkered like skirt suit and a little cane and a wig and I did my makeup all like Cruella y and it was so good and I felt so cool (laughs) and I was like oh my god I'm never taking off this wig ever again and then I tried to make Bowie into a Dalmatian and it It didn't work (laughs) because people kept petting him and it was black eyeshadow that she put on him and it was already a mess because he was like, stop, mom. <laughs> yeah, he was like running away from me. And I was like, no, no, come back. And then everyone that's like, you know, and there's always people that are like at the party. that are like, oh, thank God there's a dog here. So now I don't have to be socially awkward. I can just pet this dog. So like some people are going ham petting. <laughs> and then their hands were like covered in black eyeshadow. And Bowie just started looking like a chimney sweeper. sweeper. So his costume changed midnight. Yeah, he's from Mary Poppins. Yeah. Uh, but it was really fun. And then Halloween, we just like... Wait, no, but then what did you dress up as? Oh, I dressed up as whatever you thought I was. So some people thought I was like a zombie or a zombie bride. Or I, I was the... a, a Virgin Bloody Mary. Yeah, I thought you were the Virgin Bloody Mary. Um, But yeah, it's like one of those things like... when It's like, this is what I am. But it's like, you could I could be a hundred things. I love that. And the contacts were like spooking people out. So yeah, the contacts were so sick. And the headpiece you made yourself with zip ties and silver spray paint and brooches. Mm-hmm. So cool. Thanks. It was awesome. There was lots of blood. Lots of blood. It was fake. But Rebel had to rip me out of the dress at the middle of the night. Yeah, it was. The, the zipper got stuck. And I was like, oh my God, get me off. I was like freaking out. I started feeling claustrophobic in it. And then I was like, just pull it. I don't care. Yeah. But it was a really pretty, like, white dress I got from Fashion Nova. Yeah, it was cute. It was very cute. Um, Yeah, so then on Halloween... We gave out candy. We moved all the stuff from the backyard to the front yard. And then it was spooky. And I put the same sound effects from the bathroom. But I put the speaker, like, behind the blow-up um, decorations. So our house was, like, the, like so many people were like, oh, you're the spooky house. Which was so fun. And I gave out Halloween candy for the first time ever. And I oh was God. so, I didn't know how to Rebel do it. freaked out at first. I was like, come on. She's like, I don't know what to do. I'm scared. And I realized, oh, yeah, you've never gotten candy as a kid. And you've never given candy as an adult. I literally didn't know how to do it. It was our first real Halloween. Like, she went to a Halloween party. She hosted, co-hosted a Halloween party. And she gave out candy. Yeah. Which was uh, an adventure. I accidentally scared some little girl because I thought that's what you're supposed to do. I thought you're supposed to scare everyone. But then afterwards, Shelf was like, you're not supposed to scare the little ones. And I was like, I thought I was supposed to scare everybody. <laughs> I thought that was the point. So then she was afraid to do it again. But then and then she started giving. And I was like, yeah, like we have a lot of candy. Give like a good amount. And then she like, it was basically like two handfuls that could fit in like one hand. And she was like, dunk. And then the kid was like, whoa. And I was like, you can't just fill up their little pumpkin in one trip. I just meant like give more than like give like three like give more than one because a lot of times you go to a house and they're like one little tiny little piece of candy. Yeah, but then we didn't give out enough and then we ended up with a bunch of leftover candy. Yeah. But then I brought it to the baby showers that I went to. So it was okay. That's where all my candy went. It's gone. I'm bummed. You can have other candy. So, yeah, so then um, on Halloween day after that, then I dressed up like um, plastic surgery Barbie. It was my last minute idea for it. Watched Barbie, uh, my last minute idea, because I was literally having a mental breakdown, because sometimes I have those. And by sometimes Pisces I mean- cancer energy. Yeah, Pisces, Cancer, I have a mental illness (laughs) energy. (laughs) Like, Um, that's literally what it is. I was a pumpkin head, but like a sexy pumpkin head. She was like spicy Jackie. I was 
I was a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> you were like capital spice. <laughs> yeah, definitely capital spice. It was very cute. And I was feeling like, oh, my God, I will never be good enough for oh this Halloween queen. Jackie Spice. Jackie Spice. That's cute. <laughs> Miss Spice. Yeah, I did like. I didn't paint my whole face, but I did like black liner with like, um, first I did orange eyeshadow to do all the lines of the pumpkin and like the face. And then I went through with like black lipstick, just like the crack of the smile and then black eyeliner to define the lines and black eyes and through the creepy contacts on a gang. So I had to like get more than one use out of them, of course. And then I wore a black latex like wiggle dress. So I literally couldn't like walk. I had a wiggle like Marilyn Monroe. It was cute. It was amazing. And like the zipper broke. It was my first time wearing it. And then the zip- here we go. Another broken zipper. It was a curse this year. So then I had to like get the sewing machine and like sew it. And then the needle broke on the zipper. And then I was like, God dang it. Like, how am I supposed to wear this? And then Rebel had to help me. And then I finally, finally sewed it. And then I had to like throw it on. And like literally I was just like sewing that dress. I thought I was going to have to get cut out of it. <laughs> Like the last one, but I made it and it didn't burst open the whole night. It was like my biggest fear. I always get scared that things are going to burst open. Whenever I sew things, like I'm aware that when other people sew things, they probably sew it the exact same way that I sew it. But like whenever I sew things, I'm like, there's no way that's going to yeah, stay. I'm like double stitch, at least sometimes a triple stitch. Because yeah. I'm like, mm, this is a lot of ass to be like, let's risk this. Yeah, I don't trust it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel the same way. But yeah, it was a good Halloween and I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, me too. Um, But mostly I am just like really excited. Okay, so uh, you know how all those people out there, like they decorate their patios, Mm -hmm. like lots of people decorate their patios. I got to decorate our patio. Like we have like a bench in front of our house and I got to decorate the bench. Like it was like, like it was like in a freaking catalog, like a (laughs) Halloween catalog. And that's basically my dream because I love like decorating like tables. Like that used to be my specialty when I was wedding planning is like Mm -hmm. making like a table that was like super like cute and decorated and just like looked really aesthetically pleasing. And I just haven't gotten to do that or flex that muscle in a long time. And I was just really excited to make this cute little like patio area. We talk about um, your parents Halloween, the ones that didn't let you celebrate on Halloween, as you said last year on the podcast because of their religious beliefs. Oh yeah. My dad texted me on Halloween morning and said, Hey, what are your plans for today? And I thought that was weird because, again, my parents made me, like, turn off all the lights and were like, you can't celebrate Halloween. Like, we don't celebrate Halloween. Like, this is the devil's holiday. And so I used to, like, hide in my garage and paint every year, like, with the lights out. (laughs) Like, it was, like, the most ridiculous story. But that's what I used to do. And it would always scare me. Like, every noise would scare me. And, like, it would, like, Mm -hmm. freak me out because I thought that people were going to come to kill me that night because, like, that's basically, like, how I was raised. And so, yeah, so I was like, oh, like, we are probably just going to, like, hand out some candy and then go out or something. And I was like, what are you doing? Because I thought this was a (laughs) sus situation because I thought he was about to invite me to church, right? (laughs) And then he goes, oh, we're just handing out candy. So annoying. I'm sorry, what? You're handing out (laughs) candy? You're handing out candy? And what kind of candy was it? The best candies. <laughs> he had full-size freaking bars of like Reese's and shit. And I was like, bitch. I didn't say that. But <laughs> in my head, I was like, a bitch. And out loud, I was like, wow, that's some really great candy. Because I couldn't I couldn't physically say anything else besides, and, wow, you got that candy. <laughs> but my, pe- this is like proof there's two types of people in the world. Because my petty ass was like, you should text him and say, wow, those kids are so lucky. I really wish I would have had an opportunity to go trick-or-treating and especially be able to ha- have the privilege of having those king-size candy bars. Oh my god, I would not. That would start like a huge fight. My family, or maybe a fucking apology for robbing you of your childhood. I strongly <laughs> doubt that it would spur on an apology. It would spur on a 
Well, you know, it would be well, that. now. You know. Apparently, there's a third uh, book that came out. What? Or not? No. Wait. What is it? It's the. Um, oh my God! What am I looking for? There's a Old Testament, New Testament. There we go. And they, apparently, there's a third testament that has came out, and it says that Halloween's okay. Oh, you in didn't that hear third it? testament, does it say something about gay people? They still I suck? think so. I think that's why, like, now they're, like, inviting gay people to the parties, but, like, they're still not sure about the marriage. I think that's going to be when the fourth testament comes out. So that's why I haven't asked you to marry me yet, because I'm waiting for the fourth testament to come out. So that way your parents will be there. I don't think that that's worth it. I think we should just get married <laughs> before that. I think we shouldn't wait for that. But, yeah, out. I mean... Is it the first time that religious people were hypocrites? Am I right? <laughs> I mean, it's not the first time. Oh, my god! I just think, like, I don't know. Like, I don't even have a problem with being like, we don't celebrate Halloween. But I think teaching, I think teaching your kids that it's something to be scared of is not the move. Like, yeah. I think that, like, if you don't want to celebrate Halloween with your kids, like, you know, whatever. But I think... Like the amount of fear that I had centralized around Halloween, I think is a problem. Like I shouldn't have had that much fear. I shouldn't have thought that someone was like going to come and kill me or hurt me on yeah. Halloween because people just like are, you know, with the devil on Halloween. Like <laughs> I don't think that that's real. And now experiencing the world as an adult, I know for a fact that's not real. And it's weird that I don't know. It's just weird, I think. It is weird. It's but, fine. Yeah. Whatever. You know, but also like go for them because that's growth. That's you know? true. That is true. Like that means they're growing. They're becoming more open to possibilities. They're not so black and white. They're like trying things out. They're learning from their past. So like there's hope for them. It makes me it makes me kinda happy. It could be my sister's child that is helping them to progress. Mm. Maybe. Possibly. Or, you know, maybe it's well, just the world. It'll get, well, that's what they say, like, parents are so strict and then grandparents, like, loosen up. Yeah, maybe. So when that child's born, it's to be so spoiled and probably not to do, like, a third of the things that you and your siblings had to do. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. The difference <laughs> between just, like, me and then, like, my sister, the way my sister was raised, was is out of control different. All right. Let's Anyways, head, we've let's, talked about this for a long time. but Exactly. Let's head on over to... The real world. It's funny because I thought we didn't have anything to talk about in the real world, but apparently we had lots to talk about. So let's go to the real world. So the real world is the part of the podcast where we talk about roller skating. Which we already did. So now we're going to talk about it yeah and plot twist we're actually going to talk about rollerblading <laughs> ew no boo just kidding don't boo it's great <laughs> so this last weekend what did you do i worked and now i'm gonna work seven days in a row um so i worked at the moxie booth at blading cup blading cup is this annual competition where people come from all over the world and they compete on what is like the smallest little track. The smallest track I've ever seen. But um, it was, if it was difficult for Estro to skate, then I know it was difficult for like roller skate wise. But since like uh, inlines are completely different, it's a whole nother thing. But anyways, it was, um, Them Skates has opened in Santa Ana and they were like the main like hosts. And I don't know, like, no, they've been around, right? I think Them Skates has been around, but I think it's a new, like, store opening location. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, they have, like, pants now that are really cool to skate in. I'm like, dang, make them for fatties. Am I right? And then, <laughs> and then like, they have, like, these new um, blades out. Or not, sorry, not blades. Roller Blades is a company name. So, a lot of times we say blading and blades and rollerblader. But that's a brand of skates. It's like if we called all roller skaters, like, 
moxiers or something we're like oh look look at their yeah it's like that's not what they are like all skates are different brands which is wild and i think just like something like a tidbit for people to know yeah (laughs) i definitely just learned that like semi-recently so i'm trying to like undo every time i call them bladers instead of inliners yeah and like i think like some people seem like they don't care like whatever like they have blading cup you know it's not like inline cup inlining cup. yeah that's um, true but yeah so i think it's one of those things like, eh, whatever it's like this is what we're called like <laughs> but then you're not people are like these are inlines not rollerblades and i totally respect that because that's how i would feel about my skates like how many times are you like skating at like nice rollerblades you're like these are quads yeah <laughs> But anyways, uh, it's a whole competition. It was super awesome um, to watch. They had kids and then they had women's and men's, which I wish was like combined. I think it's stupid that it's separate. Whatever. (laughs) But yeah, it was super awesome to watch. Um, I didn't see too much of it because I was working most of the time. But what do you think, baby? You actually got to see it. Yeah. So I didn't go the first day because I had two baby showers to attend. Um, but I went the second day and it was so rad. Like it was just like the athleticism. Every time I watch people that are inline skaters, like I am so inspired. <laughs> like the way that they move their bodies and the like the amount of air that they get and the different like tricks that are specific, like two blading i just think are so dope like it blows my mind every time i watch it and it totally made me be like man i really want to get a pair of blades and i really want to try this (laughs) like i really badly (laughs) but i know i can't do that until i have spare money to do it but or use the skateboard that you bought and hasn't touched down with i told you i'm like traumatized (laughs) by that so but yeah yeah, I need. I do need to use my. And then skateboard. she'll surf, and then she'll just be like, "I'm a thrasher." I mean, I just think that that's the whole goal, right? Like the whole goal is to be like a multifaceted wheel person. Okay, uh, whatever your goal is, babe. I want to help support you. I don't know, whatever. Make that Anyways, happen. But I thought, I'll be the camera woman no matter what happens. So I go think, ahead. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool that, like, you know, like I like the the height. I think I can't get over the height, right? Like I yeah, watch, they get air. They get so much air, and it's just like, oh my god, how do you do it? But have you ever noticed that, like those kind of skaters, like they're always bending their knees super low. Like when they jump up and when they land, their butt is almost always like touching their heel. Yeah, they're so scrunched up all the time. Yeah, so like that's how they get so high because they're launching full up and then that's why they're not really falling because they like absorb that so much and the way the wheels are set up and the balance is different. It's just like amazing. Like it's literally so cool. I think the way they stop is cooler than roller skating. I think that, I think their grinds are dope. Like every time I watch my favorite grinds that Michelle does are blading grinds like those are my favorite grinds i just think that they're the way that their footwork is is just like so dope so anyways whatever i'm a blady fan so i want to be a blady but someday oh gosh here we go ladies call me (laughs) (laughs) oh they said don't call us we'll call you yeah they're like yeah nah let's see the proof in the pudding first um i thought you were gonna say another word what? Nothing. Right. <laughs> I don't understand. You said pudding. The proof is in the pudding. I thought you were going to say truth is in the pussy. Because <laughs> you're talking about bleeding. You're stupid. <laughs> I don't know. You say random shit. All right. Um, I had a thought before you before said the proof is in the pussy. pussy. What was yeah. it? Something about bladies. No, it wasn't about them. You were talking about them. You were gushing all over them. Okay. So one cool thing was that... (laughs) So one cool thing was that there was a bunch of roller skaters there. Like, And from what I heard from people that have gone before, that it was like three times, four times the amount of roller skaters that ever show up. Um, To be honest, like the first day, like pretty early on, there was this guy from 
Germany, maybe. And he had like his little sound person like following him with a camera. And he had his little big microphone and he was interviewing people. And so he came over to our stand and he's like to me and Evelyn and he's all like asking us questions. And one of the questions was like, how do we feel to be there being with a roller skate company when back like when it's known that roller skaters and bladers don't get along, that there's a divide. And for me, I was all like a divide. I was like, we all skate together. Like there's not like, I think we just get mad because like, people are always calling us rollerbladers or saying we have rollerblades. It doesn't mean we're like mad at the people that actually do it. And there's, if anything, there's like a crap ton of roller skaters that keep like, hooking up and dating rollerbladers that's what i was gonna say i was like um you mean they actually like fucking love each other it's like the dating pool it's like they all either have like a skater partner or a inliner but that's like because where do you spend all your time the skate park or you're going to roll outs all you do is talk about skating Mm -hmm. so it makes sense um there's a bigger divide and like homophobia from like roller skate culture i mean not sorry well from, from skateboard, skateboard culture, culture to roller skaters yeah. to inliners and roller skaters but they'll even accept a roller skater usually before they do a inliner which is crazy but that's just like it's getting better but i think that stems from like 90s like stupid stuff like being like oh you're gay and fruit boot is used a lot so if you heard the term fruit boot that's what they call to insult them for me i'm like i can't that's cool i would just like fucking take it back and be like okay fruit boot or whatever it was a cool name but it comes with a lot of pain with it because you had these like young boys and like teenage boys that were like just trying to shred at the park and then like getting stuff thrown at them and treated like crap and called gay and like the most homophobic ways. Yeah. I just remembered that like, it used to be a phrase to be like, that's so gay. Like what? Why did we say that? And now I say it like when Marvel doesn't like cute, I'm like, Oh my God, I was so gay. <laughs> Cause it is. And it's cute. <laughs> yeah. I see oh, it as like- a complicated, complicated, and then yeah he's been an insult or like mean lame yeah like what like, oh that's gay fool so gay. like so gay. and you're like what? You're like uh, okay weird or what about like um like i'm not gay or anything but that's a nice outfit yeah i'm not <laughs> i'm not gay but like <laughs> it's like wait you don't have to say it every time you give a compliment to a same-sex person like and I know there's some of Oh some no, they used to say it. they used to say no homo. Yeah. <laughs> they say no homo. Yeah. Oh, they say something and then be like, no homo. <laughs> you look really good today. No homo. Yeah. Like what? Like I wasn't thinking it was gay, but then you said no homo, and now I think it's kind of gay. <laughs> so what's up? <laughs> I yeah, I wasn't thinking you were hitting on me, and then you said no homo, and that made me think, are you sure? <laughs> I think I think you might be. <laughs> oh maybe, my gosh, just maybe. But yeah, so it was a cool event. I saw a lot of people that like it was like crazy for me. It was draining because like. And not in, like, a bad way. Like, it sucks to feel drained. But it came from a place of, like, awesomeness. Like, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, are you shove? Like, let's take a picture. And there's, like, cool stuff. I got to sign someone's um, sweatshirt. Um, and that was, like, cool. But since I'm, like, meant to be an introvert, what happens is, like, when someone comes up and they talk to me, which I always want people to come up and talk to me, they're, like, that gets me, like, hyped up. And I'm really in the moment and I love it so much. And then as soon as they walk away, it like takes a little piece of me, goes with it. I'm like, and then it happens again. And I'm like, yeah. And then they leave and I'm like, and so it's like a roller coaster of emotions along with like standing on my feet for like, it was like a 10 hour day, I think. Um, And it was like real busy the first day. So like that night, I was like, oh my gosh, my feet hurt. I'm so tired. And the next day I was like a literal zombie. I felt like I was just so out of it. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, it's literally, yeah, it's literally like a roller con, but for blading and in like one day. Yeah, but usually days. I'm like a, pro, uh, whoa, a, a person who attends. Yeah, what are they called? Prospector? No. Oh. Not a prospector. <laughs> pro, it's like, um, I feel like it starts with the pra. Anyways, I, I'm usually like a participant, not a participant. I'm usually there like as a fan and just having fun like at RollerCon. I don't work it. So now I was like weird seeing like the other side of like a really fun event, but like you're stuck behind a table. Which makes you never want to vendor at RollerCon? 
Oh, I would never, <laughs> never. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't pay me. But like now that I work at Moxie, I'd probably have to. But at least like I know it'd be better like with shifts. Like, but I mean, like it would suck. But if I got to do it, it, that's yeah. the downside to my job now. I just thought about that. Yeah. We got to have some grunts do it. Yeah, aren't they? Like, I don't think everyone I think, does, like, right? maybe sponsored skaters do it yeah, usually, I though. So I might be, like, off the hook because I'm no longer a spot. Well, I'm kind of still a sponsored skater, but I work there. I'm an employee first. Employees first. <laughs> employee first. I that guess. doesn't want to work out. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, back to Blading Cup. Um, I was so happy that first place in men's division was Montre Livingston. Who's just like the raddest skater ever. We stand him. He also roller Obsessed skates. Obsessed with him. Um, yeah, he goes by Dread Roller um, for Which roller skating. Which is such a dope name. Yeah. And like literally when I saw him like walk by and we went to give him a hug, like his eyes, you could tell he was just bawling like tears of joy. And, like, when I first ran into him was on Friday night. He was literally just, like, on a street, like, off from them skates and had his phone propped up. And he's FaceTiming his girlfriend. And he's just talking to her. And you could just tell, like, they had been talking for a minute. And then he sees us. And he's like, oh, my God. He was such a sweetheart. It was, like, the same experience I had when I met Travis. Where it was, like, you see someone that's, like, an epic skater. And you always hope, like, oh, I hope they're a good person in real life because they seem like it. And then you meet them and they actually are. And you're, like, oh, my God. And then we waved to his girlfriend on the phone. And he's, like, okay, bye. And they just kept talking. And I thought that was so cute. That's that, that was, so like, all cute. this rage was happening. And he's just, like, by himself on the side of the street, like, FaceTiming his girlfriend. And then... Like the next day, every time he passed by, same thing. Gave everyone a hug, talked to everyone. That's how T Stacks is too. And I love I'm not T-Stax. just listing off all the black skaters I know, which I just realized. But I think it's because like like most of the skaters I know that like I don't really talk to a lot, but they're like epic skaters that are out of town. Mm, yeah, yeah. That ironically are all black. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah I am like. So impressed by his skating. I, yeah, I was mind blown. Oh I was God. just like watching him and the, his comfort level, just like at the competition. And well, he's the one that 720 over the truck, right? No, that was um, John, whatever. John Bellino? Yeah. Ah. But he did jump over the truck. Montre did. Yeah. Go oh, okay. The truck. He just didn't do a seven. I don't. He didn't do the seven twenty. Oh, okay. He did do a good spin. I don't know how many times though. I mean, he did a bunch of shit. That was, yeah. Like, it was epic. Yeah. I sorry. I wish I could explain it better, but we're just mesmerized. And we also don't really know a lot of trick names. So. Oh yeah, like they're totally different. They're totally different parts. trick names. Yeah. And it is a lot about like different types of grinds and like airs. And the jump contest, like, I wish I could have saw it. You said it was epic. It was epic. I, they, the, they jumped four feet, three inches. And then the person who won, I think his name was Mikey. I don't remember exactly what his name was, but um, he jumped four feet, five inches. Mm. And I was like. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, it was so crazy. I can jump. Five inches. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Very oh my cool. gosh. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe there will be like a roller skating competition like the Blading Cup, but like roller skate version someday. Oh, I hope not. I'm skating. That'd be fun. I think it'd be cool. And then I'd be stuck working it. I would love it. Would you compete? No, <laughs> no. Come on. No, rookie not division. Unless, not in like I don't think I qualify as rookie division, which sucks. But I would intermediate. I wouldn't I would be, you know, if I did compete, it'd be for the shiggles. Like I don't know that I'll ever be competition thing. level. I need to just focus on one type of skating and get really good at it, but I can't focus. All I know is there better not be some bullshit like men's division, women's division. Like just two kids and adults. If there's a roller skate one, I will I fight think, that. I just think like, why, why, why do we need to differentiate? I Supposedly don't. the excuse was that there wasn't enough women in the pool to like do that. That they needed more people, but there were 
like more women this time than usual. But I think that's BS because like, what does that matter if there's not enough to that doesn't make sense enough women in the pool? Because if even it's one woman, they should just compete with the men. Yeah, I mean, you know I, I mean? think it goes back to the like socialized understandings of men as more athletic. So they think that like men will have a leg up on the women. I think it should be the woman's choice that they want to compete with the women or the men then. Like, let's say a woman's like, dude, I do CrossFit. I work out. Like, I feel really strong. Like, I am very strong. Like, I go in with the men. Like, I can lift as much as any guy here. I want to compete with the men. Then they should be able to. Because that's why Fabiola is allowed to compete with the men. I agree. I think that that's a great option. So, like, you shouldn't, like, so what if you're in the women's and you, like, keep winning, keep winning, keep winning. You'd be, like, bored. And then you're, like, what the heck? So if you want to pull the whole, like, men are stronger, then they should be able to level up and go. Well, it sucks. I don't want to say level up. But, but I, that's how society's that's portraying That's how society's it. portraying it. But I don't know that, like, I think that you just have to have a judging criteria mm-hmm. that doesn't prioritize, like, uh, the type of athleticism that is... I don't even know. Like, I even think, like, it, it feels like it's all bullshit. But then I do know that a lot of men are naturally very strong. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I've i literally been questioning a lot of this stuff recently. Like, why are we? And then if you're non-binary, where like, you go? Yeah, like, I think that that's bullshit. I think that it should just be, like, I think that the judging criteria should be so that it equally favors people who are strong and also people who have like the I don't know if it's flexibility or if it's like, you know how there's like there can be so many different dynamics that are measured. I think that it has to measure holistically as the skater, as opposed to just like prioritizing one or two aspects of skating. Yeah, it's just difficult because like then you go into I wonder if, like, in roller skating competitions, well, like, I know some derby leagues, but for the most part, the derby, most of the derby people I've talked to have, like, been in leagues and accepted trans people. But, like, if you're, like, going into a competition and you're a trans, like, inliner or, like, if they start having roller skate competitions, like, are they going to be like, oh, you're you are a woman now, but you were assigned male at birth, so you're gonna have to compete with the men. That's bullshit, and that should not happen because, like, when you are tra- like you are whatever gender that you are, like you are not whatever yeah. you were assigned at birth, like. Oh. Y- or people will try to be like, like that is- or some people will be like, oh yeah, yeah, you're a woman, so you can compete with the women, but only what is it like some of them were saying only if you've been on hormones only you know what i mean they like measure like- the amount of estrogen mm-hmm. versus the amount of testosterone and i know that there's like something to be said and okay i am not a scientist so like i'm sure that there are like actual explanations for this we're getting deep I, right now that i don't understand but like I don't know. Like, I know that like this estrogen versus testosterone thing, but I also know that like there are women that have lots of testosterone exactly. and there are men that have lots of lots exactly. of estrogen. And so it's like, why are we regulating just trans people and not? I mean, if we're going to regulate testosterone and estrogen, we should be regulating everyone's testosterone. And exactly. Estrogen. Like, it's not fair to just be like, oh, we have to make sure that you're fine in this category. Mm -hmm. Like, that just seems like bullshit to me. Basically, let anyone compete with whoever they want to compete with. To be honest, what I really think it should be is that everyone of the same age gets to compete. Like, if you have the kids, like, under 18 or whatever age you want to do, and then, like, or, like, little kids, maybe, like, what? I don't even know. Like, kids can be such a divide, but whatever. And then adults, right? And then, like, that'd be, like, the dream. Like, who cares what gender, non-gender you are? But I know that would, I feel like the first step is just let people compete with whoever they want to compete with and don't be like, no, you're a woman, so blah, blah, no, you're a guy. You know what I think? I, I I genuinely am trying to unlearn this and also trying to figure out, like, what is it 
that is real and what is it that's socialized in my brain because I do I teach a gender com class. So oh I've had, are you gonna say like how the women are weak weaker air quotes? Yeah, like I think that that's a very real mm-hmm. thing that we've been taught, right? Like we've been taught that women and raised are to be docile, weaker, and we've been raised to be docile, and you know, like how much of that is bullshit? Because I think probably a lot of it is bullshit, but like I know that I was taught that so much of my life Mm -hmm. that I literally have to think through like, is that real? Like it it feels like maybe it's not real and that I was lied to my whole life. And I think (laughs) a lot of us were lied to. And that's why we have these like fears. Like one, I know I was taught to be scared of men because you know, my mom has her own issues with men and (laughs) my dad is a very like chill, like non aggressive man like he's the most unaggressive man ever. And uh, like, so any other man, like I was just taught that like they, they are like very powerful and strong and like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just like weird. Like that's mm-hmm. what, I, and I, and I remember growing up worrying like, oh my God, if I was to, you know, compete in a sport with a man, like he would obviously win. Cause he's like naturally so much stronger than me. And like, what? And I was raised opposite and I am super strong and tough Um, now. And that's probably because like I even though my dad had cheated on my mom in high school and had a son and another daughter. Anyways, not the point. I always used to feel like he treated me like he like I was his son, which again is showing that I had this bias even as a kid that like you shouldn't treat me like this because I'm a girl (laughs) because that's what like I saw in society and on television and everything, the media. Um, but like he would play fight with me a lot, like rough house, like to the point where it was like, ah, like I would cry. And then like, I would just be like, dang, like, so I, so I just feel like this isn't, this is so mean, <laughs> but it like toughened me up. Cause that's like, I feel like how they treat boys all the time. So it wasn't just like, yeah, I played with dolls and stuff. My dad was really big into like, giving me like the little arm burns and like nuggies and like would punch my leg and be like, you got a frog or you want to see a frog and like knuckle my thigh and like a little frog would like jump like when your muscle spasms, like things that like your siblings do to you. But I was the only child. So it felt like I had siblings in a way. But like, I remember like just roughhousing a lot, like play fight, like my dad putting me in a headlock and then telling me to put him in one, like trying to make me strong. So I got like, strong that way and like kind of like rough housed a lot and then like even in school I became a bully eventually because I had issues at home and I was always fighting with the boys it was never with the girls like I got in like physical fights as a child with other boys and um yeah it was just like one of those things so like for me I always felt like I did have like this more toughness to me and like so I always felt like Oh, like arm wrestling people. I like I was a person at the bar. I got drunk. I was like, let's arm wrestle. Or like if there's a big guy, I'm like, I can pick you up and I pick him up. So I always felt like very empowered and strong. I felt like I started to get there when I was older. Like I think so when I was up north, um, I spent a lot of time with my friend Amanda and her husband was our like workout trainer and he was very like like they definitely like took me in like I was their child and he rough house with me all the time like we literally play fought but like fought physically <laughs> fought each other and he would pin me down and he would teach me how to get out of it and then I would like rough house all the time like for a full year like I just rough house all the time and I felt like that was kind of my first and I was like oh this feels so good and like it like strengthened <laughs> me up to be like strong and I think that that's why I'm the way I am today because I never really did any physical anything before that. Mm-hmm. And so I can thank, thank you, Arnie Slyas. <laughs> Thanks. So this skate date was really loud. And you're probably like, oh my God, we're an hour in. I haven't heard find my skate date or dear shovel. What's going on? Well, how long is this episode? Well, not much longer. Thank yeah. you for sticking in. <laughs> um, every once in a while, there's a dry spell where we don't have any deer shovels or any find your skate dates. So babe, would you like to tell the people what deer shovel is? Yeah. Um, so deer shovel is the part of the podcast where 
kind of like a Dear Abby, you know, like where that newspaper journalist where you like write questions in and then Abby would like answer you. So Dear Shovel is that same thing. So you write questions in and then we answer like this is what our thoughts are and this is what we think you should do if you have like a troubling situation or even if you just have like a question Um, or a general wondering big or little yeah it could be literally about anything roller skating us your life general etc and what is find your skate date and find your skate date is when we connect skaters in different parts of the world with other skaters so like there are people that are like, I, there's nobody around me that skates, but like, really there are people that skate and you just got to find them. And so we're trying to be the conduit that connects skaters from one to the other. So you write in like your bio. So like a cute little short little bio and then your pronouns and your Instagram handle, a little picture. And then we talk about you, we read your, your find your skate date, and then we post you on our Instagram And then people, from what I've heard, people do hit other people up. So it does, like, it helps to create bonds and friendships and relationships, we hope, (laughs) and other ships. And how do they write in? Well, for either of those two things, Dear Shovel or Find Your Skate Date, you could write in to DearSkateDate at gmail.com. What was that? DearSkateDate (laughs) at gmail.com. I'm sorry, I didn't hear that one more time. D-E-A-R-S-K-A-T-E-D-A-T-E at G-M-A-I-L dot com. You enunciated like you were in a spelling bee. I, fun fact, (laughs) was in spelling bees growing up and I was excellent at it. Of course. Yeah. Anyway, so that's so much. Find your skate date and dear shovel. And if you want to support the podcast, you can send us love via rating us on any podcasting app or by following our social media channels. We have an Instagram at skate date pod. We have a YouTube channel, which is dear. Wait. It's called Skate Date Podcast. <laughs> what? It's called Dear? <laughs> no, it's not called Dear Skate Date. It's called po- Skate Date Podcast. And um, yeah, if you wanted to support us financially, you could send us moolah via PayPal or Venmo, which is in the description below. Did you say Manuvia? Moolah. Oh. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I hope you enjoyed this very chatty Kathy episode where we just went on and on and on. Could you tell we missed you? We missed you so much, even though we definitely needed the break because we were our bodies were like, no. <gasps> I ran into two people that said they listened to Skate Date. I should have got, I should start getting people's names. Well, we should get people's names oh when they tell God, us. That's so such we a good can idea. give them shout outs. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Okay. If you see us in public and you like our podcast, tell us that you like the podcast and then tell us your name and we'll write it down. If you don't see us, write it down to be like, hey, you need to write this down so you give me a shout out. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Cause we're very forgetful. Yeah, very. Very. So, um, yeah. So do that. And then. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening slash watching to find your skate date. No. Oh, my gosh. Our skate date podcast is just called Skate Date. Stop it. Rude. Stop it. Stop putting things on fire. Okay. So. Oh, my gosh. So thank you so much. Stop it. I'm not doing it. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much for watching Skate Date Podcast or listening to Skate Date Podcast. You can find us anywhere. Share us with a friend. Spread the news. Start spreading the news. Oh my gosh. We'll see you next week. We'll see you later. 